Welcome to the International House of Prayer Ministries podcast, where we seek God to impact nations. How many of us know God's desire for family is number one? Are we together? God loves families. Hallelujah. Sometimes, and this is going to be my, my teaching today, it's amazing that uh, Mr. Kuruma was sharing stuff today that I never talked to him about. And this whole week, I've been asking God, God, what should I share? And God says, they talk on unity. Tell somebody, say unity. One more time, say unity. When I started my car this morning, I had a preacher speaking along that same line. So it becomes a clear manifestation. Mr. Kuruma was here today and just sharing bits and pieces of exactly what I'm going to share today. Glory be to God. Sometimes there are expectations of us. We believe in certain things, but we don't act on them. Is that not so? You can say, okay, I believe in tidying. I believe in family. I believe in this. Not that you despise it, but you just don't do it. How many of us have gotten to that point before? You really believe in the value of family, but you don't create time for it. You believe in sowing into the kingdom of God that God will bless you, but you really don't do it. Hallelujah. Well, today I want to share with you there are things that are important to God's heart for us. Are we together? Glory be to God. There are things that are important in God's heart and I want to share with us. In the night that Jesus was betrayed, in the night before he, he gave up the ghost, he took his 12 disciples with him. Somebody listen to me very carefully. To spend a night with them and to share his heart. And it was a place called the upper room. Tell somebody, say, say the upper room. That upper room, it was one story up. That's why they say upper room. A lot of people say that thing, but they don't know why they say upper room. So he took the 12 disciples there, sat down with them, and began to discuss his heart with them. What was his intention for us? Christians, and what is his intention for a believer and the church as a whole? So, while he was there, mind you, this was his last moment before he died. So, he gathered them into that upper room and he began to share his heart with them. And one of them just left the room. Who was that? Eh? Now, listen, you. <laughs> The boss said, let us come and let us talk. I want to share my heart with you. He knew he's going to die. He knew there was somebody among them that is going to betray him. So whilst they were in that upper room in the meeting, he just left the room. It was a clear bell that he was the one. Are we together? So whilst the rest of the meeting, he went and begins to do the shadow conspiracy whilst the meeting was going on. Are we together? Please listen to me because this have a spiritual connection with even your own life so that you can have eyes to see. So he left the room and the discussion was in possession. 
was, 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 was going on. And what is in that moment when Jesus was sharing his heart, he went and did a shadow conspiracy to betray his God. But the most important thing there, Jesus knew that that very particular individual, that was his agenda. The moment he left the room, the Lord knew that this particular one, he's, he's just going to carry out what he has been assigned to do. Hallelujah. Then in John chapter number 17, 1 to 2, that is where Jesus begins to pray his heart because he knew somebody has just betrayed him. He wanted to discuss his heart and his mind, his vision for us as believers. One of the things, how many of us know Jesus before he died, he prayed for you before he died. And up to now he's waiting that your actions will be an answer to his prayer. He prayed that we might be one with one another. One, you see, let me tell you this before I proceed. We take communion here, and I will get there. We take communion in this church. And they say, there is a statement that I make all the time. Listen to me. The Bible says, never you take communion unworthily. You bring judgment upon yourself. Are we together? It is misinterpreted. Hey, when you are, when you are in dispute with somebody, don't take communion. Communion is a form of unity to protect the church. You protecting your church. When you take communion, at the same time you are creating disunity. You bring judgment upon yourself. Glory, I'll prove that to you. Glory be to God. So sometimes people think that it's when you went and sinned. No. The moment you are in disagreement with somebody in the church, you don't have the capacity to defend the unity of the church. Then you come and take communion. The Bible says you bring judgment upon yourself. A lot of people don't know that. It's very dangerous. Glory be to God. Every first Sunday, I will preach in this church and I, I have a statement that we might be one in this church. One with Christ until the final victory. And then people come and take communion. I have to do it anyway. But when you don't have the moral understanding to defend the integrity of your church, you take that communion. You draw judgment upon yourself. Glory be to God. So Jesus prayed for us that we might be one. And we will love him and one another. Listen to me. Jesus talked about unity and love in the church more than your protection. He talks about unity and love in the church more than your, 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 your Satan running after you or heaven and hell. 21 times Jesus mentioned about unity, about love in the scripture. And today I just want to show you some. So that, and I want everybody, everybody to take note. Because this is something that the Lord placed upon my heart. Glory be to God. 
John chapter number 17 verse 1 to 2. And we'll anchor on that this morning. And I will give you a few things why it is important for the church to be united. Why is it important for you to love a brother in the church? Not even talking about your family. Glory be to God. Three segments that is stated in the Bible. Paul talk about it. Jesus talk about it. Even the early church talks about it. The importance of us being together. Hallelujah. You know, we do things in this church. Subconsciously, people don't even, they don't even think about the importance of it. We have our picnic t-shirt here. On the front of it is written there. Who can remember the front of our picnic t-shirt? We are one. And the back is a what? We are together. And there's a scripture here. I will not quote you that scripture. But there's a scripture there. Are we together? A lot of people here, you will not remember that scripture. And we do that intentionally to project the intention of God for our life. Glory be to God. That is why anybody, even among my Sierra Leonean pastor, the moment they, they begin, I have a nickname now. They say we are together. Yeah. Glory be to God. Which is a good thing. Hallelujah. John chapter 17 verse 1 to 2. Can somebody read for us real quick if you're there? These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes uh-huh. to heaven and said, Father, mm-hmm. the hour has come. The hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou art given him power over all flesh, and that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which thou hast givest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Glory be to God. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Martin. This was the last word of Jesus. And this was Jesus' prayer before he passed away. Hallelujah. So, I want to share with you what the Bible really talks about unity. Tell somebody, say unity. Say unity. One more time, say unity. Glory be to God. Unity in the church, unity in the family, it is the heart of God. Glory be to God. Number one, when we demonstrate unity is an evidence that you are safe. Are we together? When a believer begins to walk in unity, it's an evidence that you are saved. Without it, it's like you are not saved. Are we together? Anytime you are, you are fighting with somebody in the same spiritual body is an indication that your salvation is under question. Sometimes people in the same church, they don't talk. In the same spiritual covering. Look, you, 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 you are destroying your spirit. Are we together? John chapter 13, the verse number 34. 
and 35 real quick we're going to be taking scriptures real quick a new commandment I gave unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you that ye also love one another by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have loved one another glory be to God when we walk in unity is an evidence that you are saved Disunity in the body is an evidence that you are not saved. This is very important. Glory be to God. Number two, unity can be described as the Trinity. Do we see division in the Trinity? The Father, the Son, and who? The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit. So where the division is coming from? Are we together? John chapter 17, verse number 11. Number three. Jesus prayed that we must live in unity with one another. John 17, number 21. Can we see that real quick? That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Glory be to God. How many of you know that people who are not Christians, they laugh at the church because of our disunity? You know that, right? That is why you see all Jack and Jill who pick things from internet here and there, they will just come and begin to talk to the church anyhow. Because they don't see unity. How many of you know anytime Satan sees fragmentation, he has access to enter there? Even in the home. The easiest way for the enemy to enter the house, he will look for fragmentation. Where there is unity, the devil cannot exist there. Glory be to God. Have you ever seen a lion chasing hyenas like that? They walk in group. As a matter, if anything, they will confront a lion. And check the time the lion is making a chase. Among seven years, the one that will branch away, he's gone. Have you noticed that before? Anytime you see a lion is chasing, anyone that moves outside that group is finished. Because the job of the enemy is to take you out of a corporate gathering to knock you out. Listen to me, many people have gone today because they fail to realize that unity, it's an endorsement, it is the heart of God. And listen to me, whether in the family, whether in the church, the day you branch out, you alone, you're gone. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. You have been listening to the International House of Prayer Ministries podcast. If you have been blessed by this message and would like to be a blessing to the church, you can do so via Cash App at dollar sign IHOPM2020 or through Zell at 1240-253-3975. Or you could call the church at 1301-675-3558. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now let's continue to listen as Pastor Manny explores the topic, God's heart for the church. Glory be to God. 
Number four, when we are in unity with one another, the presence of God begins to flow. Are we together? When we are, tell somebody, say, when we are in unity, the presence of God begins to flow. When the family is in unity, God is there. There's a saying that says that a family that prays together stays together. There are some families, they don't pray together. Tell somebody, say, say, yeah. No, honestly, listen to me. And that is why when the devil is attacking, he's attacking left and right. If the child is not under assault, the father is under assault. If the mother is not under assault, something is under assault. Because the very value system of the church and the heart of God is not in existence in that home. When the church is in unity, the presence of God flow. Listen, the Bible says, you know what the Bible says? It says, beware of those that create division among you. It said they should be taken out. Hallelujah. The presence of God will flow when we are in unity. Yesterday we are sitting down there. You see spouse affirming each other. If you can describe this church in one word, what would that be? Your first experience here. Let's be honest. If you can describe this church in one word. Eh? Family. Unity is here. Unity is here. I am so proud of this church. The unity that we see. And God is saying that let us preserve that unity. Let us maintain the family value. Glory be to God. When there is unity, when something is wrong, in fact, listen to me, especially in family where there is unity, sin will not dwell there. Are we together? Where there is unity in the family, sin will not dwell there. Because unity does not only bring our heart, it makes you to be transparent. Are we together? Unity will make you transparent. You don't hide nothing. Listen to me. Anytime you see a, your spouse is hiding half, 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 half thing, he has become detrimental. He has become disloyal to the relationship that God has established. And that day, Satan will begin to creep in. And that is why the Bible says, when the edge is broken, what can the righteous do? Satan looked for small things to access. The guy said, oh, let me hide my money. How many of us know when you are doing something that is not consistent with your belief and with God? Let's say you are lying. You always do it to cover up. Is that not so? You lie small. You fail another lie to add it, to add it, to add it. Glory be to God. When we are together in unity, in the family, in church, everywhere, the presence of God will begin to flow. Where there is this unity, Satan will begin to hunt. He's looking for the weaker one to take out. 
Listen to me. This message is very prophetic. Let me tell you this today. Three days within the week, I said, God, what should I share? He said, talk on unity. Are we together? Talk on unity. Yesterday, we went and gave flowers and some people buy cars for their spouses yesterday night. So, I would not be surprised to see Lamborghini here. Glory be to God. But really, what, what really, and this is something that, that really pulls my heart, for a man to look at the wife and say, look, I really appreciate you. You mean a lot to me. It is a spirit. It goes beyond endorsement. It goes beyond you pulling somebody's energy to do more. Are we together? And publicly too. Hallelujah. And for your information, African women, they are are the least celebrated people in this country. Put your hands together, boo. When you come, it's true, it's true. Nobody argue that. You know why? You know why? They go to work all the time. All the time. All the time. You remember the last time here I said, let us send them to a spa. A spa. Listen to it. Our ideas here, it goes beyond ordinary. Have you seen a typical African woman? So today, let me just paint myself or whatever, makeup or whatever. Let me go take a photograph. They would love to do it. But you know what? Time. Time, no day. Glory be to God. So when he said, go and paint yourself. And put your eyelashes and teeth. Go and let them take your photograph and then come and then put that photograph in your sitting room. Anytime they see that thing, it creates a memory. Glory be to God. When there is unity within the church, the presence of God flow. John chapter 17, the verse number 22. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them, but they may be that they may be one they may be one as we are one glory be to God there is a glory of God upon your life but until you begin to walk in unity it will not manifest are we together number five when we demonstrate maturity with other Christians we witness to unbelievers hallelujah how many of you know just by the way you demonstrate yourself in your job, people will ask, Where is this brother from? Where is this sister from? Can I can I tell you something as a child of God? Never, never in your life, whether it's in job, is anywhere you find yourself, don't ever be in a place where you foster to bring disunity. Are you hearing me? Never. Listen to me. It's a spirit. God does not like it. It has the capacity to follow you, to follow your children. Never. Especially when it comes to you defending the house of God. Never you be a tool. Listen to me. As, listen, this year, Anywhere somebody is there, it's not bringing together a split. Leave them. Are we together? 
Leave them. Just leave the conversation. It will not favor you. Glory be to God. Our unity as Christian, our heart for one another, our love for one another, it will influence other, in fact, unbelievers. Do you know believers sometimes they look at a child of God and say, you know, he's the very one that is destroying his own brother in the church. He's the very one that is killing his own brother in the church. This unity is a spirit. It graduates from, it comes through envy, it comes through jealousy, then it begins to graduate to witchcraft. Are we together? A man left here and went back to Cameroon. He said, I have made some money. You know, you know how people work here. He said, let me go and celebrate with my family. And whilst they are in that party, somebody just opened the pepper soup and dropped acid. The man has just gotten married in the United States. And whilst the guy was dancing and then he begins to go around and then he dropped. Took the man to hospital and the man was dying slowly. The very people who killed him they were there. Jealousy. Witchcraft. This is the world that we are living in. As a child of God, we are not only called to abstain from sin, but we are also called to foster unity. The man died. Glory be to God. Listen to me. Our Christian work is not talking. It's demonstration. Hallelujah. Unity will remove fear and creates boldness. Mr. Kroman said one something. Most of you don't know the depth. Do you know when, even in church, when people are contending for position, and that is why in church, it's not a political arena. Nobody should be allowed in political discussion in church. There's no SAPP, there's no APC here. Glory be to God. The authorities stem from God and God appoints. Are we together? The day a pastor begins to say, let us vote. I don't know, somebody said that word here, he said, let us vote. I said, okay, I will pray you out. You don't vote. Are we together? What Mr. Kroman said today has depth. A lot of people, the moment you begin to create competitive spirit in the church, the church will split. Glory be to God. And then you have group here. You know what happened? The Holy Spirit begins to leave the church. And all what you do, you are just causing noise. His presence is not there. People don't get healed. People don't get conviction. As a matter of fact, sin will begin to come inside. Everybody will want to do something in the church. Glory be to God. But when we are together, when we speak, we speak with boldness. Sometimes somebody wants to go to Mr. Kuruma. I say, no, I don't want Sister this to see me. Oh, I don't want this to... You see, that kind of thing, when you begin to enter you, it's a sign that you are under pruning. Your spirit is not safe. 
Your body is with God, but your spirit is not saved. Glory be to God. Unity removes fear. And then create boldness. Glory be to God. Division will always create fear. Hallelujah. Number seven. We strengthen one another when we are unified. Thank you for listening to the International House of Prayer Ministries podcast. If you would like to hear more messages like this, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also plan a visit and worship with us at 1611 Briggs Cheney Road, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20905, or on Facebook Live at IHOPMMD. A blessed time awaits you. Thank you.